0: I'm your host, Jean Miller, and here on this podcast, you'll find stories and inspiration to bring you the confidence you need to make homeschooling work for your family. Let's begin. Well, hey there, and welcome to this episode all about finishing your year strong, finishing your homeschooling year in a way that you feel good about. So for many of you listening, the end of your homeschooling year is in sight, and this can cause a myriad of feelings, right? Uh Today, I want to give you three questions that you can ask yourself to help you simplify, help you focus on what's most important, and let the rest go. That way, you can finish your year strong. So here's a hint. Letting go is never easy, but I encourage you to stay out of that prison of all or nothing. So I remember so vividly during our homeschooling years, getting to the month of April and feeling way off my game. April is the time of year when when you let go of some of the plans that you know you're not going to be able to fit in, right? And sometimes we feel so guilty about this. We're nearing the end of the school year. We have one or two blocks to go. And this sometimes brings a mounting sense of pressure to get all the things done, to push through the plans that we've made so long ago, like last summer or fall, and sometimes we even feel discouraged about how this year went or is going, and we really want to just throw in the towel completely, to scrap all the plans, slide into summer, and start a better plan for next year. Have you ever felt that way? Maybe even start to go curriculum shopping for next year because that's way more fun. <laughs> the lure of nice weather, of, of summer camping trips, and a fresh start to our planning can lead us to just fizzle out with our spring lessons. But there really is a better way. We can let go Of some of the things intentionally and let learning unfold in a simple, natural, gentle way in other areas. So, I have three questions for you. And these three questions that I'm going to share with you can really help you decide what to focus on, what's possible, and how you'll manage to finish the year in a satisfying way. Recently, in one of my Facebook groups, a mom asked, how do you catch up? She said, we've fallen behind with our main lesson blocks, and I'm not sure if I should try to catch up or keep chugging along and school into the summer. I'm not even sure how you catch up when teaching blocks. So the truth is, you can't really catch up in in like the full-blown way that you initially envisioned. And I do not recommend homeschooling in the summertime because we all need a break. Summer is a natural breathing out season, but you can regroup and discern how to tweak those plans. So the question is, it's really... Not how do I ca- how do I catch up, but what can I let go of? And asking yourself a few questions will help you decide what to let go of and what is important to focus on in the remaining weeks. So here are the three questions to ask yourself so that you can make that call. Number one, what developing skills are most important to continue working on throughout this spring? Maybe you had a math block planned, but your child's on the cusp of reading and about to have a breakthrough. So you may need to put your math block plan aside and focus on simple reading and summarizing for a block if your child is working from workbooks how close are you to finishing the book and how realistic is it to try um, or can you let that go until next year like let it carry over take a break and let it carry over into next year or has your child have not have had enough like gotten enough learning out of it so that you can let it go entirely remember that one of our main ways that we, like one of the main forms of assessment in our homeschools is observation. So watch your child for the next few days or a week and see what, what you think they need for the rest of the year. Okay, number two, what blocks are most important to bring to a conclusion in order to plan for next year? So what developmental aspects of your plan need to be considered? Do you need to focus, for example, on Norse myths so that you can move into Greek myths next year? Do you need to include a brief introduction to geometry so that you can dive deeper in the fall? Or can you add your ideas, for example, that you had for local geography this year in fourth grade to the beginning of a block on the geography of a larger region, of your region or your country, add that to the block for next year. All right, that was the second question. And now the third one is, what future plans does your child have, your older children in particular? Do they hope to reach a certain level Of math, for example, uh, in high school, or to get ready to go to school if they're choosing to go to school next year? Will they be required to have covered any specific topics? Uh, Are there any assessments that you need to consider that are required by your state or that you plan to have your child participate in? um as you think about maybe the next 6 months or so because that is important to factor in i really um believe strongly that children need to be taught test taking skills particularly if that is a part of your home school. For us, it really wasn't until about eighth grade, but wherever you are with that, it's something to factor in. So those are the three questions um, about skills, blocks, and future plans. And I offer you these questions so that you can consider <laughs> instead of just fizzling out or burning out this spring, you might just need to intentionally let some things go. And that is okay. I always found that in April, I would feel anxious. I would feel like we didn't do enough. I would feel like so many of my plans I'd let go of. And then May would come. And by mid-May, I'd start collecting my child's work for the year like each of my kids, I'd make a pile for them on the sideboard in our dining room of the work that they completed. Sometime in toward the end of May, a few years, it was the beginning of June. But every year, once I started doing that, I would see, huh, look, we really did more than I thought we did. So April is a month of uh, feeling unsettled. And May by the time you get to the end of May, if this is getting toward the end of your year, I promise there will be some some surprises that you forgot about. So here's a little scenario. I'm curious. Have you ever had one of those days where you have a beautifully planned story and a painting to do with with maybe your second grader, right? But while you're setting up the paints, your toddler spills the rinse water all over the dining room rug, and while you're mopping that up, your fourth grader wants to know why she has to finish reading the Norse myths book today, But then while you're cleaning up, all three of your children start playing with the farm animal set and acting out a fable that you told yesterday during lesson time. And suddenly you realize that learning is taking place in your home without your perfect main lesson block plan. (laughs) Life is most certainly full of distractions, challenges, and interruptions that can derail us and our plans. And I'm not suggesting that you lower your expectations. What I am suggesting is that you learn to be more flexible with your plans and that you learn the imperative skill of recognizing the progress and little wins that are taking place in your home every single day. Because the truth is we can't really catch up, but we can regroup, we can refresh our plans. So remember that for example, you can share some stories from missed blocks that you didn't get in this year with your children, either as bedtime stories or couch time as a family, read aloud time. And I want you to also really recognize that transitions in life, interruptions that to, to your day-to-day life, they're usually very educational for your children. So don't forget about the three questions to ask yourself so that you can really ascertain what's most important to to keep, to to focus on for the rest of this year and what you can let go of. (laughs) If you want more support for wrapping up your homeschooling year, I have a wonderful blog article about creating a portfolio to wrap up your year, and I'll be sure to link to it in the show notes. The show notes for this episode can be found at artofhomeschooling.com episode 26. Thanks so much for joining me today, and I will see you next time. Bye for now. That's all for today, my friend. But here's what I want you to remember. Rather than perfection, let's focus on connection. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Art of Homeschooling podcast.